Are you bitches conspiring against me? Her paranoia is rampant. Every time she walks in the room, the first sentence out of her mouth is, are you guys conspiring against me? Are you guys conspiring against me? Are you conspiring against me? Are you bitches conspiring against me? Are you bitches conspiring against me? Are you bitches conspiring against me? Everyone is. What do you mean? I am so overwhelmed with information from the research I did today. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the whole time I was looking stuff up, I was like. This is just whack. Like, watching press conferences, this doesn't feel like real life. Like, nothing about this. They're, like, talking about balloons, and I'm like, every bit about this just feels like a timeline jump, because I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. Since when did balloon surveillance become the norm for international intelligence spying (laughs) and... It's so goofy. Not, like tiny bugs that are hidden under desks or in the roof of a building. Yeah, like little flies. Like a huge balloon. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, what is it, the the QAnon people were like, oh, they're injecting uh, micro cameras into our bloodstream with the vaccine. No, it's just these big buoyant things that are going to fly in the sky. It's going to be way more obvious than that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for the record, I have I was like, I need to have something to drink while I'm yeah. doing this. And all we had were Smirnoff ices. So I have officially iced myself oh. to do this call. Um, it's good. I am under the influence of having just smashed a Popeye's combo. I went for a quarter pound of popcorn shrimp and two tenders combo which damn somehow ends up being like twenty dollars or something insane like that for Popeyes well nowadays yeah it's like an arm and a leg oh my god I also did some research on the train derailment yeah that one that one's so there's just so much to it that I don't feel like we know yet with the train derailment it feels like it's so fresh yeah I guess there's a lot that we know in terms of the lobbying that blocked policy from requiring that these rail industry mega corporations put in better safety measures. Mm. Um, I was reading about it a lot today. Trump and Biden both had a hand in siding with the corporations in yeah. one or the other. That seems like something they would have in common. Yeah. I think, uh, so with Trump, there were bills calling for the railroads to classify certain kinds of cargo as mm. a certain like class that requires stricter it didn't sound like anything crazy it just sounded like okay update your brakes well i guess that is like a pretty big endeavor to update the brakes on all of the trains i was gonna say that kind of sounds like something i want all trains to do that i don't it doesn't matter where the cargo is the current system is from like the civil war and the new technology that's been available for over a decade i'm pretty sure if a train does need to break then it happens a lot more quickly and then there's less of like a bunching up of the Mm. cars together yeah which is one of the main reasons that 
derailments generally occur is because yeah like the caboose yeah isn't isn't signaled to start breaking until sometime after the front has started to break so like when it's still moving forward it's like you know pushing up against like the opposite force of mm-hmm. the brake and then a lot of times that can cause derailment but in this instance in Ohio I think it was a result of faulty not brakes but like some, some other part of the train that like should have been caught in an inspection or yeah like in some sort of routine safety inspection for any train okay and then just happen to have toxins on board yes exactly and the railroad companies have been doing huge cuts to their overall staff kind of like any industry right now yeah and finding a lot of ways to prioritize profit their trains are larger and longer there's less you know manpower required per trip because they're working their employees on a more intense shift and intense pace seems like a lot it seems kind of similar to uh, a lot of people are comparing it to chernobyl because of the similar oversight and then like um staffing problems and skipping things for budget and these big disasters that happen is like oh yeah if we look back down the line of how we arrived here it's like so many other factors it wasn't just like a freak of nature thing right like right lightning striking the train <laughs> derailing it it's like no we, we there were a couple points that we could have like corrected this yeah they can't blame it on a gust of wind over the Pacific Ocean, like yeah. China is with China. their. China's like, their oh silly my little god, balloons. was that one of our balloons? That's crazy. What the <laughs> Those fuck? darn old things. You never know which country god, they're going to Sometimes they in. just go right and sometimes they go left, and I just really never know. <laughs> I feel like the least offensive thing I can do is just have a country accent. Like, I can avoid all suspicion Hell yeah. by just doing what I know. I just know the L's, you replace the L's with R's if you want to be... Terrible. I don't know if it's Chinese or Japanese it's, or... Because they, they don't have L. No, they do. But I think it's something about the English way that L okay. is pronounced. And I think that's what adds the confusion. You know how like, there's certain words in other languages, like our mouths aren't adapted or like oh, sounds. Yeah. I think like theirs is like the L, which is why like the guy who created Lululemon purposely made his name basically to where he'd have to hear them say it. Yeah. And that no, I've it. heard that too. And, and it's like, I was like, oh my God, that's so fucking bad. I've seen people on Twitter like calling it, like spelling it B-A-R-O-O-N. <laughs> Baroon. <laughs> Twitter never misses. <laughs> Actually, as we're currently recording, I typed in derailed train into Twitter, and three hours ago, a Union Pacific train has derailed after hitting a truck in Houston, Texas, and some hazardous materials were being carried by this train. So there's carcinogenic chemicals aboard, obviously the derailed Ohio one, but we just got another one. We We just got hit with another one in Houston. Another one. Another one. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I have my friend Sarah here, 
who... I'm like on the edge of my seat. Oh my god, what is he going to describe me as? Um, I'm Sarah. I'm Chris's good friend of almost 15 years. I don't know why I just get friend. Good friend. I, bestie. I don't know. Oh no, you went away. We're, we're dealing with some technical difficulties. Bear with us while we figure this out and take a second. Appreciate the podcast cover art on your device and the oh my God. beautiful illustration that was done by me <laughs> but really it a lot of it was like it's collaborative i just i did all the work yeah <laughs> it was a ton of fun i love doing it but um thank you for having me on the pod i don't know what makes me at all qualified <laughs> anyway to be talking about these topics today we're just like you we don't know what the fuck is going on I, I was texting my friend whose family is from Pittsburgh. His reaction to the train uh, that derailed in Ohio, which is like maybe an hour outside of Pittsburgh. And really? probably could have very easily derailed in Pittsburgh. Yeah. My friend told me his dad's reaction was something along the lines of, I remember when the sky was black from all of the industrial growth in this rust belt city and we I remember when the sky was black (laughs) yeah the attitude I'm getting from some of these well I've seen Republicans being very quick to be on their anti-mainstream media calling out the media for talking about Rihanna at the Super Bowl instead of the train situation and then of course i've seen democrats point to something that happened in the trump administration whatever like fell under his yeah it's just in those four years anything that happened if it was bad call attention to the fact that it happened during the trump administration and whatever that implies but yeah i mean with this train derailment in east palestine ohio there have definitely been failures from the Biden administration and the Trump administration to put into place the proper safety protocols that could have prevented this. Not only have we failed to implement improvements to safety, but we've managed to roll back the safety precautions that Mm. previously existed. And the railroad companies have fired a very sizable percentage of their workforce um hundreds and thousands of railroad workers let go in recent years and the unions have been fighting every step along the way for rights for things such as paid sick days they were asking for 14 but they were willing to go as low as four if there was going to be a compromise that was necessary and I think what they ended up getting despite like Biden's promises to prioritize this specific workers rights issue in his campaign was one sick day a year one? yeah like one day you get one day if I only had one sick day a year I just I can't even conceptualize that because in my head there's this huge bucket of pretend sick days mental health day or need to go on a vacation that I'm waiting until the last minute to get approved. Yeah, like something something came up. Oh my god. Yeah, hangover. I mean, I feel like mine are normally just mental health days, to be completely honest. I think I maybe take three real sick days a year. 
Yeah, and these employees that are failing to have basic workers' rights um, extended to them are responsible for checking that these trains are ready for transport, and disasters like this can be prevented if, you know, people are well-trained to do these inspections and given time to, uh, but previously the inspections would be like three minutes, and now they have to get them done in less than a minute. So they basically get like one minute to do their, like they're kind of like on timed intervals on how long they can perform each task. It's like working at Starbucks. That's the perfect analogy. If only like we could go to Congress and say, think about it guys, imagine your barista only having one minute to prepare. Your very complicated order for the entire office. You have one intern, their uncle got them this job. Also, I don't think people should like I understand they, like, want efficiency and want to not lose profit, I guess. But, like, I I mean, wouldn't you just rather people get the job done? If you're working in a country that punishes corporations for wrongdoing and evil, then Mm -hmm. they're decentivized from cutting these corners. But it's likely that they're betting on the fact that they are able to get away with anything. Yeah. Also kind of just sounds like some mid-level management position, some, like, frou-frou bullshit position needed some way to show that they have productivity and managing the time of their employees and... Yes, because it's such a performative part of corporate jobs, and mine included, where I am surrounded by people that are constantly trying to pull out of their ass some sort of proof that they've had an impact by showing an increase in any random data point that they can like search for and attach to their own name and then they get some sort of bonus for moving a percentage barely up and in this case i definitely think it extends all the way to the top norfolk southern is one of the biggest donors to a lobby that is directly involved in blocking bills that would require them to update their brakes of course of course i mean of course i want to like say like they're evil and they're the boogeyman because like whatever they probably are but i do you do often have to wonder like okay like really what how does this benefit y'all when y'all are lobbying against these like i'm very confused like what is i don't know the argument honestly even if somebody started telling me what the argument was i probably wouldn't care like every time I hear that, I'm like, what? How did y'all PR spin this? Like, how do you PR spin cutbacks on, like, safety checks and yearly maintenance? Like, how do you... God, no, and it, it's... You know what frustrates me? How much money are they spending staffing people to parrot... Public manage, like, public image manage, opposed to... Yeah, instead of just, yeah, like, hiring more... Carmen and giving their employees decent working standards like more than one sick day per year and having like a reasonable workload in their day uh one of the employees that i had a quote pulled up from used to be switching 150 cars a day couldn't tell you what switching a car means but i guess that's like I could imagine it's like managing cargo and looking at a roster of what trains are coming in, what cars need to move to what line. Like, I imagine that's, I mean, that seems like it would be a lot. Yeah, this chick was doing 
150 switches, car switches a day. And before she quit, that had gone up to 300 to 350 a day. 350 a day? (laughs) Yes. Yes. So you have these people that have been there for like 20 plus years that are leaving. And there are also all these people that are being let go. And whoever's left is not as trained and they're working under more difficult conditions. I was about to say immense pressure. Yeah. So, you know, and and there you go. You chain up a bunch of cars filled with hazardous material and you're like, all right, that's just car number, you know, 204. And now I got to go do a bunch of other cars and it goes on its way down to Ohio. (laughs) So yeah. And the Ohio one, they're still announcing like every day, like a new chemical that was involved in Uh, it. Yeah, it's like a nice little cocktail. I mean, something's got to be fucked up. You're killing all the fish in the Ohio River. Not all of it, but a lot of fish. And then everybody's chickens are dying. And, you know, there's already that egg shortage. We already have that. And then I think I saw something about, like, foxes and wildlife. Like, their faces swelling up and, like, dying. So people's pets are dying. But, you know, don't worry because the officials said that you can go home and drink the water. So everything's cool that's just killing the animals that's not gonna kill the humans you know we're we're built different (laughs) forget the stewards of the earth responsibility and uh yeah (laughs) just good old survival of the fittest so after the train derailed and all the shit spilled they had everyone evacuate so they could catch it on fire like i thought the fire came from the crash itself but I think that they set it on fire on purpose so that it wouldn't get into the, like, soil or something, or the water, but it still got in the water anyway. Yes! Okay, that's the part of the story that's, like, so unhinged. Oh, the train crashed, and then it exploded, and it's like, oh, no, that's fucked up, and it's like, no, like, the train crashed, and they were like, fuck, what do we do? I guess light it on fire, like, (laughs) what? Like, they just, like, thought, like, I don't know, let's just light it. It's got to go somewhere. Like, let's just burn it. Yeah, what the hell? Which, I like, mean... in, in their defense, the number of times I've just had garbage. Like, Chris, we literally burned a piece of furniture in my backyard. And we were like, oh, let's just burn it. That was so much fun. Yeah, so, I mean, like, to some extent, who are we? Yeah, aren't disaster control people allowed to be a little goofy pyro every now and then you see this big train you're like wow i don't know what's inside of it like let's just light it on fire yeah hey and i mean and and what else and they said it was you know to prevent it from getting in the soil and the water so let's put it in the air motherfuckers (laughs) those people missed like the second grade uh class lesson about evaporation and how like (laughs) water goes and up to the sky and it comes back down to the earth they should put us us in there because if we were there we would catch it on fire but we would at least offer up an explanation for why we did that that made sense (laughs) i'm not gonna deny it with our second grade (laughs) understanding of the water cycle at least we would try and make sense with our bullshit excuse or we would just be like "Ah, i felt like it yeah well it's just it like sometimes i just appreciate honesty i mean it doesn't make it right but i would just appreciate some like honesty like they come out and they're like no no no, we got this all under control and i'm like i would just really love if one day they came out and they're like we just didn't know what to do and and 
Bob had this idea and, and at the time that was the only thing we had and <laughs> we fucked up. But they won't even do that. It's like, just at least do that. Yeah, give us some relatable content out here. Think of all of the mental health crises you would solve. That, God, that's what right? really we need. The people with imposter syndrome need examples of public failure from successful people. And uh... <laughs> it's all about imposter syndrome. <laughs> from the mid-level management people at the train companies, you know, reducing the amount of time they can do each car check and overloading their employees to the employees themselves, to the police when they saw that derail train and they lit it on fire. Yeah. If, like, we look at the train derailment, it is funny how, like, there's so many points where we can see that, like, it could have been prevented. It, it's, like, funny to look at these, like, disasters and be like, wow, like, really at so many points this could have been stopped. But it's not, like, a natural disaster where you know, like lightning strikes down or an earthquake happens. It's like, no, this this one's on us. Right. Or like, or like, uh, remember when we signed a lease at the hub, like in Oxford at our college apartment, there was a list of things they weren't responsible for. And one of them was an act of God. Yes. Act of God. You fell out of your seat in the leasing office, like an act of God. Like we were so shook by that. You could put anything under an act of God if you really want to. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's such a strange thing to be in a legal document. Um, I, okay, I was reading the statement from China, the one where they were saying that this balloon was a weather balloon, the one that everyone is calling a spy balloon or an espionage balloon. They were saying it was a weather balloon and it was just for civilian research, not related to any military uh, endeavor. Um, although they do definitely have like spy balloons. I, I don't know yeah. what to believe about this specific balloon, but they actually did. They didn't say um, act of God, but it was something that basically translated into act of god yeah. to like in their like official government statement about and how their and their official gaslight statement <laughs> right yeah it, and it went all the way from like alaska to south carolina and i guess a lot of people are wondering why we didn't shoot it down earlier um i mean it's you never let them know your next move um i'd find that a lot of people were being critical and being like oh, China, like, we should have shot that down immediately. How could we have let it come over? Um, Because, like, I read somewhere that a perk of, like, a spy balloon is that, like, that satellites can't do is that it can actually get, like, really close to the Earth and see more underground encampments um, if it wants to, like, scour the country at a closer range. Mm -hmm. And so, like, yeah, there's a perk of, like, let's shoot it down at the beginning. But then that also tracks our response time. I don't know. I feel like America, there are some big brain moves being played here. You know, if you wait to shoot it down at the last second, they don't know at what point you realize the balloon was there. Yeah, I think there's probably some strategy that went into their thought process here. Um, But they also shot it over the Atlantic Ocean. And I believe I had to have some mission literally go to the ocean floor to retrieve some parts of the payload which is 
they, you know, whatever the balloon was yeah. carrying. Um, so they could have so done they it could investigate it. Like, they could have put, like, a trampoline out or something. <laughs> like, if we're living in the timeline where there are giant spy balloons just floating around us all the time, then why can't they also have, like, a trampoline that's a mile wide in, it, in its diameter in the middle of Montana? That's such a small ass. Right. And then whatever falls will just boing, boing, boing. And... <laughs> Then we'll study it and problems all. Well, you know, what's funny is that, like, so we have to get these balloons down. People were like, you know, like, why didn't anybody notice there was this balloon in the sky? And there's an article, it was like some .edu article, saying that, like, every 12 hours, every state, you know, and pretty much every city releases a weather balloon into the sky. So it's like... Damn. We kind of always have balloons up there. I mean, I'm sure the U.S. government knows, like, there's giant balloons coming in from the Pacific Ocean. But in this case, it's, like, the average viewer looking up, like, if it does see a giant balloon, like, more than likely it's a weather balloon. So yeah. it's um, kind of a perplexing game. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, think, I mean, I, I read that they knew that this one, this China one, was approaching Alaska, like, in January. Yeah. Like, days before they shot it down. I mean, I read somewhere that the, it's not even the first time, either. There was one outside of Hawaii. Like, this isn't the first time that China's been sending over these balloons. So, I, the question is, why are we reporting it so heavily right in this instance? We're just, we were just due for a, a crisis? I think it... The Ukraine was getting tired? Yeah, we were, we were tired of the blue and yellow flags. It's like the Kardashians. You know, they release something when they're really trying to detract from another thing. So I'm, like, wondering what the other thing is. Like, there's no way we actually give a fuck about this balloon. No, it's, like, it's so silly. I mean... Wait, even China was like, what? We've done it before. Like, y'all weren't mad then. <laughs> God, I want to believe China so bad. They're so funny, and their statements are, like... They at least, like, kind of make sense to me, but, but I mean, obviously, China's not immune from lying. Oh, far from it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the gaslighting country. I mean, we gaslight our citizens, but, like... We do this all the time. I, if I was China, I would send out, like, a couple of balloons, and I would label them, like, one, two, four, five, <laughs> that way, like... <laughs> We would look for the three. Number three. <laughs> We'd be like, where's the third balloon? <laughs> it's like, you gotta play mind games. <laughs> My first thought was, yeah, like, what is the U.S. government trying to cover up? I mean, which easily could be this train fiasco, except that I think this train situation also happens all the time, except the scale is bigger with the East Palestine-Ohio spillage. Yeah. But, um, maybe it's actually, yeah, like, China is doing something like they're you know what, what's that magician trick like deflect or um redirect attention right like look over here yeah so we're all looking at the balloon meanwhile that's why I'm saying I feel like China's just like they're just playing games in a different way I mean it's interesting because like China's like risen to this superpower position in the past what like 20-30 years like on a global scale but I mean, they have so much history. You know, like, as a country, they are so old. Um, like, a civilization. And I just feel like they just... They might have tricks we don't have. Yeah. I just... I don't know. I just kind of always feel like China knows something that we don't know. To, like, last this long? It's crazy. Okay, so 
you know, reference the Fugo balloons is like one of the examples that a the U.S. has had with balloons coming from Asia, <laughs> which is like, what are the chances we would have multiple instances of this? Um, so in like, <laughs> they should at least give us some music on the balloons. They know what music we like. They have all of the data on TikTok. Give us a bop. They really do. Please. I mean, they know. So basically, in dumbed down versions, again, not an expert. I just have a small affinity for East Asian, Asian, wow, Asian history and things like this. Um, in World War II, Japan realized that they could use an air current to send over essentially balloons with bombs on them and they didn't know for sure that it was going to work it was just kind of a theory of like well if we do this then it could make it to u.s soil and the goal was to maybe bomb a couple things sporadically and it just kind of come out from nowhere since like it would be undetected in airspace right and the balloons did make it to u.s soil um but when the u.s discovered these balloons were coming in um they realized that they couldn't let Japan know that the balloons did make it, so they said nothing. No reports. Yeah, we didn't tell anybody. No, we didn't tell, we didn't, literally not a damn thing happened. Um, I think a lot of them, like, deflated or were shot down, and then, you know, a couple were lost, still lit with the bomb, the bomb to be detonated at a later time. But Japan kind of generally, I didn't know this until you read the article, but um, I guess they celebrated or they, you know, went ahead and prematurely announced their success. Yeah. Okay. In January 1945, American Office of Censorship requested that newspapers and radios do not give any publicity to the balloon incidents. No um, balloons. Nobody fucking right. talk about the balloons. So the Japanese military did not learn about, like, which ones were successful. Um, but the... Next month, February 1945, Japanese propaganda falsely announced great fires and the public in panic, declaring casualties in the hundreds to thousands. They were like, all right, I have a feeling you wouldn't say anything. (laughs) Right. So I'm going to go ahead and announce that it worked. The U.S. was like, I don't want you to think that it worked. And it didn't really work because we caught it. Um, Except for (laughs) that one tour group that did step on one some so many years later and did die unrelated Damn. to world war ii um to yeah. die from like a, a years old japanese right? balloon that was mainly like a propaganda tool for national pride during this war and you just happened to be like going on a hike at the wrong location they sent nine thousand bombs across the- they were like this is gonna fucking work yeah that's like us with job applications yeah it's like i'm gonna send nine thousand in and i might get like three rejection letters (laughs) 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 that's all i ever get (laughs) it's very much like "Mm, so none of them made it over you say sounds like something that someone would say if the balloons had arrived and they yeah, wanted they to... Yeah, they had made it over. <laughs> what, what would I say if I were a U.S. government official trying to play chicken? <laughs> yes, essentially playing chicken. I guess we won that game, I want to say. But really, at the end of the day, it was about the Japanese feeling pride. Yeah, like if their family members or 
you know, risking their life the next day, they can wake up feeling optimistic that it will not be in vain. Because we're getting closer and closer to victory. Like when a trainer at the gym tells you that you're almost done with your reps and then as soon as you get there he's like just kidding you have five more yeah fake ass that's some fake ass move i hate when people do that i'll be like four three and then they'll just like stop counting for like a few beats and then they'll come back at like three two and i'm like no 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 like no. i get i get that they're like push yourself the idea is to push your limits and it's like can we set a number that we've decided is the limit being pushed it's like me and my bad relationships. I, like, know it's bad, and I know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like surprises. <laughs> yeah, what was... How did this connect to Asia again? I'm, like, totally lost my analogy. This is... Yeah, this is really close. Uh, we're really good at derailing. Uh, ha- <laughs> 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 um, well, we were just talking about Japan and morale and pushing your limits, um... Oh, right, 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 right. Convincing the army they're um, fighting for, like, an imminent victory. Well, it's like that one guy who was, like, out in the mountains of some island during World War II. They landed or something like that, and they were going to take over a base. I'm trying to remember. And they could not convince him that Japan uh, surrendered. They, like, couldn't... He would not believe it. And it took, like, years. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, another decade or so to get him out, because he was like, nope, Japan would never have done that. He was like, no, they would never. This is intelligence. This is U.S. Mm. intelligence telling me lies. And <laughs> they could not get him to come out of the forest. <laughs> That's me. That's me. I don't know. You know, just, I just don't know what to believe anymore. China's gaslighting me. The, the country gaslights me. Yeah, I'm there with you. I read so much today, and I don't know if I retained any of it. And even if I had... I wouldn't know which report or which article I should file in the real news folder in my brain. And yeah, like which what is going to be go in the questionable folder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what I'm going to gather from the balloons is that a China's really fucking funny. <laughs> their, yeah, their PR is very funny. Them being like, "Yeah, that was ours, but you've never had a problem with it before." And then this quote today where it was, I don't think the American people need to worry about aliens with respect to these crafts. It's like... (laughs) With respect to these crafts. He's like, he's like, the American people don't need to worry about aliens when it comes to these balloons. (laughs) Don't read the fine print. Like, (laughs) says that part really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With respect to these balloons. (laughs) Like, wait, what was that? (laughs) The press secretary was like, yeah, you know, love the movie E.T., but that's not the case here. And the whole room laughed, and I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and Elon Musk, like, yesterday tweeted... <laughs> I was going to say, talk about our other resident alien. <laughs> exactly. And the tweet says, don't worry, just some of my alien friends of mine stopping by. Ew. And it's like... <laughs> I think that man is a cornball. Weird. Weird, corny... With his, like, barrel chest that looks like he's hiding a little person in it. Like, I can't. (laughs) It's like, everyone, body shaming's wrong, unless your name is Elon Musk. Him and the, like, North Korean dictator. Oh my god, Kim Jong-un. Yeah, his his chest's a little barrel, too. Yeah, dude, it's, I just don't understand. What are they hiding in there? 
One of these responses to Elon says, Aliens in space aren't real. I'm so sick of the lies of Satan, lies from the pit of hell. God's Ugh. judgment is upon everyone. Lake of fire. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Finally, a source of truth in this shit show. Thank you, Twitter user. Wait, what was the username? Oh, good question. It's um, Pretty Truth Fairy. Oh, yeah. I believe it. Or that's their name, but the handle is Awake Truth Fairy. Oh, I follow them. <laughs> <laughs> my account wait i tweeted this (laughs) yeah i follow a lot of uh random accounts on (laughs) the cute and on twitter someone actually like dm'd me because tweets were showing up on their timeline the algorithm was saying oh this account also follows this account you might like this tweet and it was just like insane transphobic bullshit and i had to I had to apologize. I was like, like I, I want to be allowed to follow like terrible accounts without inflicting that on yeah. everyone that follows me. It used to be enough for me to just not retweet things, um, and be and then spare my followers from that. And then it had changed to be like, okay, now I have to stop liking things unless I want everyone to see that I liked it. But now it's even like you can't follow them even if you don't like any of their stuff. It'll show up on people's timelines as cute Anon follows this account and just like whatever like random tweet. And it's like, no, like I want to follow crazy schizo accounts from all sides of the political spectrum. And not let it be a reflection of me. Yeah, it's so frustrating. Like, I know. and I do like kind of like feel her because it's like I get pissed off when people are like, interacting with porn and just stupid shit that I don't want to see. And then it shows up on my timeline because I follow them. So mm-hmm. I, I totally understood where she was coming from. But, like, really, like, that app shouldn't be... Ratting on you like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? I oh, Look, man. I understand. It's, um... It's a hard time to be a schizophrenic. Yeah, well, okay, we sound like two right now, <laughs> us both repeating ourselves. This is off topic. Um, do you remember the time that... Um, I had a high school ex-boyfriend come to Oxford and we're not going to name, but you know, and they were saying to me, he was saying Mm -hmm. like, oh, we're going to, do you want to go to a huddle house? Like we're, we're going to go. And I was like, okay, we, he keeps saying we, I guess like, I guess I'm going to bring someone too. So I was like, who should I bring other than my emotional support, Chris? And... (laughs) When you show when we showed up, it was just me, you, and him, oh and he had no shoes on in the huddle house. And then later that evening, he tells us that he was diagnosed with schizophrenia recently because <laughs> he was giving me shit. You went to the bathroom or something. And he gave me shit for always bringing you everywhere. And he was like, "This was supposed to be like a dinner between us." And I said, "Well, you said we." Oh my god! <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I thought you were bringing someone. The original like pronoun activist was the schizophrenic trying to take his girlfriend on a special romantic private date ex-girlfriend fully barefoot at a huddle house sorry ex-girlfriend you know what's bad is i'm actually like torn between two of your exes (gasps) and actually make that three would have done this that fit this that fit this yeah like okay give me a give me a hint Um, give me another hint uh, lemons. Got it, got it. This really does make the most sense, because 
most of your exes love that I was always on dates with y'all. Yes. <laughs> that was a perk. Yeah, well, this was the only one that, like, sensed your, your presence as a threat. And as you should have. They all should have sensed your presence as a threat. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. But this was the only one that actually picked up on it. Yeah, but I don't even think he was picking up on the threat he should have been picking up on, but was just doing the classic, like, there can only be one faggot and at this table and it's gonna be me <laughs> he said i will fight for this right me and all my people <laughs> right how are you gonna bring another one <laughs> to huddle house <laughs> there's only one faggot allowed at this huddle house per night shift <laughs> so fucked <laughs> high school sometimes i have like a job interview tomorrow that i don't think i'm gonna go to okay interesting it's like not a job that i want and then probably have to like commute to a suburb which would mean buying a car um if you get a car we've decided this that if you get a car you have to move close to me like that's kind of the main barrier as to why we don't live near each other is like a i can't do cold but like the major hang-up is you have to get a car so like you're not about to get a car to go to the suburbs (laughs) like right just come here at that point be like contractually obliged to relocate to north carolina as soon as i purchased said car yeah i mean think about we got a lot going on here the next balloon you think it's going to be in chicago no (laughs) it might it might pass over chicago but the government's gonna wait till it gets to north carolina to shoot it into the atlantic ocean so they can have an excuse to go scuba diving again they go out to wilmington enjoy the beach they're like oh yeah wow such a shame that we let the balloon get all the way over here i'm just like trying to imagine how much money they spend on from the balloon crisis specifically like all of the military involved in inspecting all of these balloons and ufos and deep sea dives for the debris and i don't know like can we not just use that money to yeah clearly we got some other issues well i like to imagine the balloon crisis i like to imagine the the set of veep the balloon thing being handled as if it was on that show like just chaos like stupidness like it would be it would be a filler episode it wouldn't even be a main arc episode and it probably would be pretty close to what's actually happening i i truly believe it would this podcast was supposed to be like stupid and lighthearted and now i'm like researching yeah you're like what the hell this is not the point then they literally need to chill that that's really like probably what it is is they want me to be spending all of my time reading about balloons and trains like some like 10 year old autistic boy in the middle of like nebraska <laughs> or something when i could be getting to the bottom of I don't even remember which conspiracy I was, like, working on anymore. But yeah, it yeah. probably had to do with, like, <laughs> Satan and Jessica Simpson and... Sam Smith's, um... Like, they're big players that... <laughs> and now I don't have time to investigate. Yeah, this is all a distraction to take away from your greater quest. Like, literally, I would have been recording with you about modern art auctions that are a front 
but they they I mean literally who knows if it was China spying on me or America spying on me somebody to see that we were gonna crack the case wide open on modern art auctions and they said run the balloon headlines run the train headlines <laughs> we need to blow this kid up we need to we need to redirect magician's trick they're like what's that called redirecting right they they saw me in my little foxhole and they just put as much smoke in the hole as possible so that i would you know be forced to come out and like read like a cnn article or something and they got what they wanted yeah well you know here you are confused terrified sad (laughs) yeah i just want to go back in my stupid little foxhole Uh (laughs) r.i.p to that fox in in ohio yeah i don't know if it was acid rain or what but yeah he didn't deserve that my favorite was that like all of the fish died or like they were all going belly up and then some like local person they did an interview with was like and then the next day the fish weren't there anymore (laughs) and i like to imagine they sent out some like (laughs) like public service uh or some like you know somebody who works for something they were like all right you gotta go get all those fish now (laughs) they're like running out and just like with a little net like a bucket (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna put it in a dungeon, dungeon, dungeon. <laughs> I need to figure out like what like specific key topic I should text you about to have them build a railroad directly from Chicago to Raleigh or a balloon route that is commercially available to the public or to me specifically. Um obviously whatever we've been texting about has yielded wartime natural disaster uh news cycle but Mm -hmm. i think if we just tweak that text message a little bit we could have landed ourselves in the news cycle of commercial hot air balloon goes from chicago (laughs) to raleigh I was following you through that thought, that sentence, and I was like, man, I really feel like we are snaking through the woods right now. Somehow we're going to get back to commercial air balloons. And it happened. And you did it, and we somehow got back. The Smirnoff ice is hitting you guys. Guys, I like, like, can't see anything right now. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm applying the idea of, like, switching realities, all, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, to get out of whatever, like, inconvenient timeline I'm in at the moment. Uh, yeah. Reality shifting, like the kids do on TikTok. Yeah, I don't even be on TikTok, but I know, I know what they're talking about, because that shit happens to me. Yeah, I feel like if anybody shifts realities, it's definitely you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Any final thoughts? Okay, final thoughts. Rihanna Slade. My full thought is, like, you can get up there pregnant killed it oh <laughs> yeah that was so fun i was lit so i have to rewatch it i did see that she threw up the illuminati rock nation sign at the end oh i didn't and, even and notice. they did not air that no they didn't air that but i saw it because somebody was at the super bowl and had a video of it interesting and i was like that's interesting that they cut the feed okay no i'll have to check it out i mean she's also like defying gravity and other like laws of nature what did uh, a wake fairy, fairy truth teller? <laughs> yes. 
did do we want to go see if she had thoughts on Rihanna? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, hold on. Go go see real quick if she has any thoughts on Rihanna. Okay. I think her main stick is like biblical prophecies. Malachi three eighteen. So you will again distinguish between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and one who does not serve him. PS thankfully we don't serve Satan like they do with a picture of Rihanna. <gasps> wow, so she did say something. I mean, it, honestly, when you find these accounts, they're kind of exciting at first because they sound really insane. But then after a while, it just gets really repetitive. It's like the same delusion over and over again. And with this one, it's just like applying, like loosely applying some Bible verse to some situation and talking about like a prophecy about the end of the world and um, mm. like Satan carrying his will out through the news and yeah like I feel like the first time I see it I'm usually like compelled by it but if you're using that like, same exact argument for every single headline and every single celebrity like day in and day out I have to like pause and think maybe this isn't it can't be all of them. Like, it, like, come on. Like, it can't be every single story, every single celebrity. Like, you're gonna... You're, it's like the boy who cried woof. I have to say, this is kind of giving... I do some social media work for my job. And, um, like, filler posts where you're like, Sunday mood or Wednesday mm-hmm. mood or love or Friday mood. And you just, like, kind of throw a quote on a picture. Like, I kind of feel like that's what they're doing with that. <laughs> It's their, like, filler prophecy. They're like, oh, fuck, I gotta comment on something for engagement. Um, keep the account going. Like, oh, uh, the devil, Satan, oh no. Right, like, any Bible <laughs> verse. Yeah, like, they just kind of, like, flop something on it and to, you know, keep up the engagement. And I just feel like their real prophecies are getting lost in the process. You know, like, those really hard-hitting social posts that I make get lost in the process of all these mood ones, so... It's hard out here for a schizo, and it's hard out here for a social media manager. There's just so many things to compete with. <laughs> so so much to talk about. I mean, you know, maybe I should make a post tomorrow that's like, references the balloon or the train derailment. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of cute. She likes to start her tweets with the alarm emoji and say, wakey, wakey. <laughs> Satan's coming. <laughs> wakey, wakey, the depths of hell are opening up.